All right, question three, which is on the word of God. And that really is, how is the Bible the word of God? How is the Bible different from other religious books, such as the Quran, the Hindu Vedas, or the Buddhist Tripitakas? And is the Bible evidence of God? So this is going to be a longer Q&A uh, series episode, but it's really important to understand this question. So let's look at it. The Bible claims to be the inerrant word of God, okay? But what exactly does this mean? And does it have any basis to such a claim? Two scriptures address this matter, all right? 2 Timothy 3 verses 16 to 17 says, All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Now, the second verse that addresses this matter is 2 Peter 1 verses 21, and that says, For prophecy never had its origin in the human will, but prophets, though human, spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Now, in other words, the writers of the scriptures were moved by the Spirit of God to write what they wrote, okay? They recorded what God desired them to. It wasn't a puppet or master situation, if you think about it, okay? Because God wasn't controlling what they wrote. God used each individual writer's personality, life story, teachings, and path to accomplish a divinely authoritative work. Now, there are three major differences between the Bible and other holy books, all of which substantiate the claim that this book is authentically God breathes authentically from the Spirit of God. Now, the first one is that the Bible is a library of books comprising historical accounts, songs, letters, and prophecies written over, listen to this, written over the span of 1,500 years. Not just 800 years, not just 200 years, 1,500 years, and as well as written by 40 different authors most of whom never met each other because one of the reasons why it was so long ago that people died and were from completely diverse backgrounds, different eras. And listen to this, yet the Bible, okay, has a consistency in it from start to finish. Now, if you were to give one random topic to two authors who have never met, would they write something that would be consistent when collated? Would it flow? The answer is no, okay? So think about that. That's the first reason that shows that the Bible is God-breathed. Secondly, the Bible is rooted in history with accounts of real people and real historical events that can either prove or disprove its authenticity, whereas other holy books are collections of teachings or sayings and that cannot be disproven. Okay, so these are like the Quran and the Hindu Vedas, or like I said, the Tripitakas. So over the centuries, there have been numerous archaeological finds. So this is one of the areas that show that the Bible is rooted in history. And this has, pro has proven the historical accounts set out in the Bible. For example, let's look at the people group called the Hittites. Now, critics used to believe that the Bible was wrong because there was no evidence that that is outside of the Bible that a group of people called the Hittites ever existed. 
They are mentioned more than 50 times in the Old Testament, such as Abraham buying a field from, the, from Ephron the Hittite, Esau who took two Hittite wives, Ahimelech the Hittite, and Uriah the Hittite, who was one of David's mighty men and also the husband of Bathsheba. But then in 1906, a German archaeologist, Hugo Winkler, discovered Hattusa, and that is the capital city of the ancient Hittite Empire, and he discovered this while excavating Turkey. And he uncovered the entire Hittite library and 10,000 clay tablets, documenting the whole Hittite history. Now, scholars then translated, translated these writings, why did I say translated, and confirmed that the Bible account of the Hittite Empire was true. So look at this. 10,000 clay tablets, the whole Hittite library. And when scholars translated it, it matched the Bible account. What an what a amazing find. Another example is King David. Now, critics used to believe that the Bible was wrong as there were no archaeological evidence that King David was an actual historical figure. But in 1994, okay, archaeologists discovered an ancient stone slab in northern Galilee that was inscribed with references to King David and the house of David. Wow, isn't that amazing? And this discovery provided an archaeological connection to the references in the Bible about King David and his dynasty approximately two centuries before the events mentioned in the inscription. Now, not only is this the first mention of King David, it is also the earliest mention of a biblical figure outside of the Bible. There you have it. Another example outside of the Bible. Look at this again. Hezekiah's tunnel. If you look at 2 Kings 20 verse 20, we read about Hezekiah building a pool and a tunnel. This was later called Hezekiah's tunnel as it was discovered in 1838 by U.S. Bible scholar Edward Robinson. Now, what I like about this discovery, okay, is that it is, it directly correlates with the evidence in the Bible and not just large things, but to the smallest detail mentioned in the Bible and it stands tested, okay? So that's an amazing, another amazing um, difference that sets apart the Bible from other books and other religious books and also proves that it is God-breathed.